I'm Tyler. Oh. Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, video of my dead wife, Hanson. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm Geronimo the Boogie with the most Oogie Moran. <laughs> yeah! He's back. And I'm back again. The baby. Yaga is Baba. <laughs> you ready to gag? Because I'm a Baba Yag this bitch. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boop boop. I wish I had more sound effects. No. <laughs> we need more. Production, we need more sound. <laughs> Boom! You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we got a new soundboard. Beautiful. Damn. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I'm just meowing. Oh, okay. Oh, he's meowing. I need to make like a. Um, here, I'm just gonna play one more. Here, give it. Give the headphones to Geronimo again. Sure. What? Meow. Right. <laughs> yeah. The boogie with the most oogie. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm Drive here every week. <laughs> you should have your own radio show. Absolutely. Like I terrestrial radio. So you know, when I'm caffeinated, I'm usually the most outgoing and the gayest, but, you know, we'll, we'll roll. We'll yeah. roll with it. Well, we're talking about a very intense. Wait, movie. are we live? Yeah. We are live. Oh, we hi. just got Starbucks. We're caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Caffeinated. And we're here to talk about a new franchise. And in case you didn't notice, it's the. the oh, God. And in case you didn't notice, this is the franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Ooh. And today we're talking about. <laughs> Walking through the streets, it's wet outside. Uh, John, John Wick's Wick. there with a friend outside. What's up? It's John Wick. Defoe. It's John Defoe. John. So many others are here too. Is Ooh. he Defoe or is he the friend? Uh, is he a dog or is he a oh, man? Yeah. He's a dog man. He's a dog man. <laughs> <laughs> He's secretly a dog inside of a human body. <laughs> That's why John Wick loves him. He's John, a dog man. John Wolf. All right, this is our last episode we'll ever do. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> you know, it's quite exciting to be here. I believe. Yeah, I'm very I'm, outgoing right now. I'm thank thinking you. you're back. Oh, thank, oh <laughs> you're thinking I'm back or you're thinking I'm that thinking I'm... you're back. People oh. keep asking if Geronimo's back. Well, yeah. Well, my back is back. Your back is Guess back? Guess who's back? Back. Back again. again. Oh, God, that's... Anyways, we're here. Hi, he's back. <laughs> oh my god, we're talking about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm not following. Back mm. from Dead Men Tell No Tales, aka Pirates Five. I don't believe it's been that Jux. long. And Bottle. The Matrix. There it is. Two of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Sorry, other guests. <laughs> yeah, take that, Jacob. Step it Sorry, up. Jacob. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> He's fired. No, I love Spider-Man too. Rules. Uh, and Clash of the Titans. Don't They're worry, Jacob. Good. I got to name as many episodes as possible so I can refer back to them so people will listen to them. That's how it works, right? That's the point. It's not annoying. It just entices people to listen to more episodes, right? Especially if I talk faster and faster about Sam Worthington and Clash of the Titans. Right? Right? I'm taking now. away you your coffee. It. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put oh, I'm extra. on the wrong soundboard. Scratch one, bro. Have been recording? <laughs> Please tell me we've been recording. We've been recording this whole time. Oh. We've been recording. I was just on the wrong soundboard. Yeah. But back with us after those two episodes, this is your third. Mm. The third one. Yes. Doing John Wick with Geronimo Moran. You, of Adam course, Mom get Mom. the blue vest when you leave for being on the show three times. Really? Am I the first guest to be on the show three times? No, no. you just get to be in the club with three timers. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a party. Yeah. As we all know, we have blue vests <laughs> that, um, what, what are, what's on the back of those again, Connery? It's uh, both our heads and we're holding the number three. That's so oh, cool. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say it was like a sounding tube or something. No. If you guys don't know what sounding is, Google it and be surprised. The world has a lot of magic in it. <laughs> Emphasis on in it. In- <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Drama was just telling us about that before we started recording. Ring a ding ding. I am that friend that brings a lot of conversations to these people. You know, yeah. gotta educate the children. It's yeah, we're true. the ignorant rural folk. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Over here in Burbank. <laughs> in Burbank. <laughs> you Long Beach people. You're exploring It's not a heights. Long Beach thing, darling. No, it's not. It's just, it, I've been on the internet for too long. Where do you think it originated? For Sounding? Yeah. Wow, we're really gonna have a conversation <laughs> about sounding. All right, everyone. If you do not know, I'm gonna keep Connery's it curious. Listen, I will let you Google. It. I don't know how PG thir- no, how PG we want to get. Like, no, we have the red E. Ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll send a link on when I post this episode. I'll oh put a link God. to Wikipedia. Tyler, just 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 beep the next one minute. Okay. Yeah. So sounding is uh, pretty much like when <laughs> you, you don't take. Have to get into it. Oh, okay. Never just mind. But just it, yeah. just Google it. But generally, I, I brought these up to these people, and these beautiful friends of mine decided that they're gonna try it next time. So <laughs> oh, follow no. up. Yes, yeah, so we definitely agreed to that. Yeah. We said we would do it to each other. <laughs> You know what? I might just stick around a little longer for him. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, just kidding. Not for real. So, John Wick. <laughs> John Wick sounding. People keep asking if I like sounding. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I do. This is in the running for new nastiest episode. <laughs> yeah, already. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> my John Wick. Uh, you know, new movies coming out. John Wick 4 in a mm. few weeks here at the uh, date of the release of this episode. So we're just getting amped for that. There was a lot of franchises that came out right now, and I don't know. I feel like John Wick's had like a, a special spot in at least my life, in all but, our lives. To be honest, my life too. I always like seeing those that they come out. Mm-hmm. It's such an, a millennial franchise because <laughs> the first one came out in 2014. Oh my yep. gosh, I still remember when I went to see it in theaters. It was back then when like uh, I think it was uh, the gun crazy like what everything was gun 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 like shoot gun. shoot shoot like what was that movie called uh, uh something that, Henry yeah gun gun oh. gun shoot 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 that was yeah. the, the name of the no movie. no it's like full frontal Henry or like <laughs> <what is it? laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called but <laughs> Sound, yeah. sounding Henry Go- oh lord hardcore Henry hardcore Henry. hardcore yeah. Henry it was like yeah. the POV like yeah like first person <laughs> shooter movie <laughs> you know where guns have no recoil at all yeah and you know yeah. just. I do like that movie, game. but when you say guns, 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 shoot, 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 that both sounds like the sequel to Hardcore Henry and also just every day in America. All I want to do is pew, 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 pew. And sounds I'm like... Ch- ding, and I'm saying in my name. Oh, I love oh, that. I you know what? This episode's going great. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so shooting people in this movie... It's quite like, interesting. It's scary. It's cinematic interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we talk further about John Wick and our personal histories with him, we're going to do our usual segment of What's New? Bow! Clearly Thank you, Connery. No problem. Got a new soundboard. Got my little sound clip there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to record you going, bow, because I like a new one each time. Yeah, it's good. I feel like I have to carry it with what we're bringing to the table. What are we bringing to the table? A no, new soundboard. Joy. This seems a very up- happy episode, so they get a little, bow! That's right. Caffeinated. Yeah. Talking about a bunch of firearms. <laughs> this movie's a little were... bleaker than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You were, like, sadly on your phone most of the movie. <laughs> oh, I can say the same for you. <laughs> I, I believe it. notes. I actually watched it fully. Oh. And it was actually quite enjoyable. I think the storyline's quite nice. But Yeah. But what's new? But first, what's new? Connery, would you like to go first? I can if you want. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I've been playing a video game called Octopath Traveler 2. It's a game where you play eight different characters in like an RPG style setting. It's kind of fun where it's like part pixelated and part like 3D environment. So it's actually really cool. It feels like you're a pixelated character walking through like a 3D like That's diorama cool. kind of vibe, which is kind of neat. 
Oh. And yeah, that's like my favorite kind of turn-based mechanics. The story's are like iffy. It's kind of hit or miss per like character. I'm I got a little sick of it before I kind of got turned on to this other game where I was like, okay, like every time you meet a new character, you have the option like go back and do their like chapter one basically. Mm-hmm. And I always choose to do it, so I'm basically experiencing like. A beginning like six or eight times. Oh my gosh! Which is like pretty tedious to be like. All right, let's go to the next step. Like, oh no, nope, I have to go back in time now. I gotta back, 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 back. See where this person is. So it's a little annoying, but I honestly enjoy the combat. It's a good like, it's a good brain shut off game, which I've been looking for for a long time. And I learned that Elden Ring is getting a DLC. Whoa, what's it called? Just for Connery? Just for Connery <laughs> presents. <DLC>. Yes. <laughs> no, it's called Shadow of the Erd Tree. I'm very hyped for it. Wow. No idea when it's coming out, but I'll talk about that probably a lot. <laughs> what's new? I heard about this thing. I heard about this thing. No, they, they released a thing and everything. You hear about this? You yeah. hear about this? You see about this? You hear about this? New Elden a... Ring DLC. <laughs> Good one, Jay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a guy on a horse in a field of graveyards. <laughs> Who, who's the guy in a Elden, Elden Ring? Like the... Uh... There's like a guy whose like name is like Turdman or something. Oh, oh, the loathsome dung eater. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Turdman. Turdman's back. Why is he the loathsome dung eater? Uh, he's pretty nasty. <laughs> he like defiles people's like souls, basically. Oh, okay. It's pretty. He's pretty nasty. He's a creepy guy. So that does he eat his po- their poop or something? Yeah, he's like a filthy, rotten, bad man. And he'll like he's he says him like violating their souls, and I was wow. like their very being, and I was like. I don't like this. I, I, I really have nothing much to do with the Dung Eater and all my playthroughs. I think I talked to him twice the first time I played, and I was like, I don't think I ever want to find you. Wherever you are, just stay there. I don't want really anything to do I with bet you. anywhere he is, he's probably eating Dung. Yeah, he's just eating poop. He, I think I've seen videos, and he's just bashing his head against a wall in his jail cell. So I'm like, oh I don't think I ever need to let him out. No, yeah. probably not. Yeah. Or do so if you want a fun time, I guess. Yeah, just try it out. Yeah. A little chaos let in life. Riff. I already did the bad guy ending. I let chaos take the world. I'm like, that works. Is his K- is literally just like an age of like disgusting shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like his whole like plan is to make everything poops or what? Yeah, he's he's like he's like oh like I want ever the world to be like cursed and like horrible forever. And <laughs> I didn't really know his whole motivation that like, he just like wants it to be that way because like he feels ostracized from society because like he's. I kind of deformed creature, basically. Mm. So, like, that's his whole deal. Yeah, his name being Dung Eater probably doesn't help. Yeah. You should probably change that name, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he could improve his brand a lot by not being called Dung Eater. <laughs> he needs a rebrand. Oh, totally. Yeah. Unless he's, like, a certain niche audience on the internet. But, you know, he's never going to get white appeal. No. With the last name, like, President Dung Eater. He's really popular on 4chan, but that's about it. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much all that's new with me. I'm playing a new game, and I've switched <laughs> over to playing Fallout 3 for another Ooh. project, Wink. But that's it. Uh, Tyler Drama, who wants to go? <laughs> Did you say another project, Wick? Wink. Project oh, Wick. Okay, gotcha. But it is Project Wick. <laughs> project yes. Wick. We should play the John Wick Hex game. Ooh, that, that, that's actually supposed to be really fun. Yeah. There's an actual video game for John Wick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Like Does it involve gr- guns? It's like a grid strategy game, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. What's new with me? Both of these movies, you know, I have I didn't watch like this week, but they do tie into this franchise, I think. Um, I watched Violent Night, which Ooh. was, a, I guess, somewhat recommendation from Jacob Padilla. I'd say a big recommendation. Avatar 2, The Way of Water episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's kind of John Wick-esque. It's uh, one of the producers is David Le- David Leitch. David Leitch. He's one of the directors on this movie. Right. David Harbour plays Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and he has to stop all these evil Christmas-named mercenaries <laughs> from, I don't know, stealing 
for, basically from endangering a girl. There's a whole other subplot that's like a little like Knives Outy. Um, basically, it's it's like a big like violent action movie that is like feels pretty low budget, like low stakes because it just takes place in one big mansion. Yeah, but it features Santa Claus. Does Santa confront like <laughs> greed or something or the specter of capitalism? Wow. Uh, in some ways, yes. I think yeah. they burn some money at some point, but it's not about the money. <laughs> But basically what I'm trying to say is it sounded pretty horrible, and then I put it on, and I'm like, David Harbour can like act his way out of the box. He's yeah. just entertaining in anything he He's does. Fun. So It's fun for that, at least. Um, I think the overall plot is kind of like, it doesn't really stand out, but I would watch a sequel just because I feel like there's not a lot of action Christmas movies, and like someone could easily bring up a few, I guess. But I don't know. Like I like the, how there's more horror uh, Christmas movies, like Krampus and stuff. I still need to see that. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, and I know there's a bunch of other Krampus movies too, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I would like a sequel just for the sake of there being like a decent Christmas, um, Christmas action movie that's not by Shane Black, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So that's on Peacock. And then I didn't watch this uh, super recently, but Pig, the Nick Cage movie. Oh yeah, how's that? Um, where you think it's especially from the trailer, you think it's going to be just very much like John Wick, mm-hmm. where he's like fighting everybody to get his pig back yeah because he's like a truffle forager like the pig is so yeah like, that nick cage uses it to sell truffle mushrooms mm-hmm. but it really ends up becoming like an anti-john wick kind of thing where it's just really like a contemplation of like how time has passed from when basically he used to be like a master chef and everything and mm. he just decided a different path and how he kind of comes back and like reflects on the other people he knew in their lives and stuff so there's like not nearly as much there is some fighting, though, still, mm-hmm. for sure, but it's not really like John Wick. It's very, like, more, what if John Wick did find some sort of peace at the end, That's nice. despite his life being all messed up and, and everything, so Aww. it's it's honestly really good, Nice, and uh, it takes place in Portland, so I don't know. It's just a different area than New York or L.A. that you always <laughs> see in movies. So, True. In Atlanta. So that's on uh, Hulu and Canopy, if you want to watch that. Nice. Geronimo, what's new with you? What's new? Well, I haven't been here in a minute, so clearly nobody knows what's new. So a lot of the things in my end are new. I have been mostly, uh, you know, grinding at work, just working, working, working generally. But I have gotten the chance to watch a really good movie twice already, already, which Ooh. is Puss in Boots in yeah. the last Who is your favorite hero? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know, I want my gatito blade and everything. Absolutely, <laughs> that whole movie was just overall exciting. And I actually went to watch it twice already. Because I was good. like, I watched it by myself first, and then I yeah. took my roommate out to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, you know, you, I love cats. Yeah. And I, love, I love all animals, but cats specifically. I have uh, I have two cats. And just seeing this, was there's a lot of cat humor that if you're a cat person, <laughs> yeah, you would definitely sure. get. And if you're not, then you know, it sucks to be you. But, sucks to um, be you. But generally, that's kind of what I've been up to, just, you know, working. Um, uh, there's been some cool stuff that I've had, uh, gotten my hands on, um, pretty much ge- uh, getting ready for summer because um, – I'm going to be on Wonderland, and I'm also getting ready to go out and rave and party. What's and Wonderland? Beyond Wonderland, it's a an event in San Bernardino. It's a it's Ooh. a festival, an EDM Ooh. festival, where you get to do drugs and be all skimpy. <laughs> is, that, is that on the poster? <laughs> you, <laughs> you get, get to, to do, do no. drugs. Technically, like no. Thumbs up. Do not do drugs. No. Dare to resist drugs and violence. I'll change the subject. What costume are you thinking of dressing up in? 
nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I'm going to be naked. Oh, you're going to be naked? <laughs> no, yeah, just kidding. Like that's a bigger no. crime than doing drugs. <laughs> no, not even that. No, like, I, I've been, like, it's so hard. I'm, like, kind of panicking a little bit because I, I've never really, like, dressed up for a festival. You so. should wear a hat. I think I might not wear a hat. No hat? Well, I have a great hair. I have colored hair. I guess so. You stuff, do have so that red streak there now. It's good. So, uh, but generally, overall, that's kind of what I've been up to is uh, watching uh, movies here left and right when I can and just being at home and trying not to, you know, drink my heart out. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I want to party more. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to party. I'm I just want to party and I'm stuck at work. Yes. I'm just farting and I need to party. <laughs> that's, that's what's new. Fun, nice. <laughs> I was gonna ask like what other movie, but I think oh. that's good. That's good enough. Puss oh. in Boots is great. Hey, yeah. I loved it. You How much it? as you identify with Death, Geronimo? Oh my god, not even <laughs> Death. Like I think I identify most with um, actual Puss because oh, um, uh, one of the things that I realized was that in that movie. A little side note is when he's running away from death, he's legitimately scared and he's having that panic attack. We mm-hmm. all know that scene where the um, perrito comes over him and he like you know calms him down. Mm-hmm. There's been many times where like not many, but like there's been a couple handful of times where I have felt that anxiety of mm-hmm. like where like you're having a panic attack and then it just so happens that your pets. Yeah, notice it, and mm-hmm. they come to you and talk to you, and then like like they help you out and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but Poops and Boots kind of, you know, in the in the road. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. But <laughs> and when they stop and have to smell the roses, it's something that a lot of people tend not to do. You know, like mm-hmm. we're all in a rat race. We're all rushing to do things, yeah. and we never just stop to calm down and realize, holy fuck, I'm thirty already. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like calm down. Like just take it a little bit slower, okay? I don't mm-hmm. want to be sixty, and then suddenly I'm dead, and I'm like, what the hell did I do with my life? You yeah, know? I think that's like, the exact uh, experience I had with that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's technically a kids movie but i'm like man like me and i guess a lot of people that have been on here like mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are around like just hitting 30 yeah or maybe a, like a couple years after and stuff but uh yeah it's i definitely have felt like i'm going through my quarter life crisis thing with turning 30 where it's just like oh wait yeah no i'm like definitely i'm absolutely an adult now not mm-hmm. like i well i was an adult before but now it's really like yeah a different like you're, you're adult, we're reaching adult. into a different phase of our yeah, lives it's like, where it's much absolutely. more like you know. oh yes and then suddenly i'm gonna turn 60 like you said like that's yeah. what it feels I mean, like it's like it's gonna keep like time's that. gonna keep speeding up you know mm-hmm. and i gotta figure out what i want to do and like cement myself as like who i want to be i guess you know well, more you, than anything yeah. you should aim to be something that you want to be but again yeah. enjoy the road because when that's one of the things that i learned for myself is mm-hmm. that i've that I'm like, not from the movie, just generally, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Is that like you, like you've focused so much on becoming this thing that you forget to stop and realize just kind of like how a hike is. It's like it's not about getting to the end of the mountain or the top of the mountain. It's just about going through the trail and being with yourself, with your thoughts, and taking it a day at a time. Yeah. So like for me, like I want to be a world-renowned editor. Sure, I, mm-hmm. I can aim that. But if I put all my focus into that, then. I'm just going to focus on that one. I'm like, wait, there's life, there's friends, there's moments, there's all these things. We need to just stop, calm the fuck down, and smell the goddamn roses. Yes, like, here. shit ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. And, and you will be. It will, it will come naturally, I feel like. Mm-hmm. All good things in time. That's why I always fight for longer podcast episodes, because you get to spend more time with, with our friends. Yes. And with you stuck on the four or five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, the struggle is <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, Puss Boots, Last Wish, best movie of all time. Okay, there we go. Uh, one of the best ones, oh, yeah. And that, then yeah. that aftermath, we're going to get more Shrek? What? Mm-hmm. I hope so. I sure hope so. Yeah. New Shrek. So, yeah, that's our what's new. And uh, full disclaimer, because I love to dig a bigger hole for myself. <laughs> we are not an anti-drug podcast. No. <laughs> we're not? Everyone needs to know that. Do drugs. No! <laughs> Do the legal So drugs. what is it, Tyler? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, lawful good. Do yeah. whatever makes Lots you feel happy. Just don't hurt We're like anyone. chaotic good. Yeah, chaotic good. Yeah. Is that what we are? Yeah, we follow our moral compasses and yeah. Right. Everybody take your pill now. <laughs> one pill makes you smaller <laughs> and one pill makes you large. Are you talking about extends? <laughs> What is that? Uh, boner pills. No. Oh! <laughs> Extends. One pill makes you shorter. <laughs> Shrinks your penis, oh and the other extends it further. Oh, my God. <laughs> Both hurt. Send help. <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk to this about with my therapist. It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. Say. Not so good. I'm having fun. Like Audrey says, this is the best day of my life. I'm killing myself tomorrow. What? <laughs> Who? No, it's this. It's a quote from Drag Race. She's like, she's like, and we have uh, what's her name, Audrey? Um, I, I don't know. Hepburn. Uh, Hepburn. No, Audrey Hepburn. No, is there? No. Are you talking about? You're talking about Breakfast Tiffany's, but I don't know. No, she was just on The White Lotus, um, the oh. second season. Do you guys watch The White Lotus? No, I need to start watching that. Everyone says it's really. Y'all really are bad. missing out on yeah. The White Lotus. Um, I love Jennifer Coolidge. I can't sleep on it. I uh, forgot her name. No cap. F- for real, for real. Beth. Not Beth. again. We <laughs> <laughs> can't keep doing this. It's my favorite. Sorry, uh, Audrey. Audrey Plaza. Oh, Aubrey, oh okay. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. She's on yes. Drag Race. She, oh, she, she got, is. She came in to. Ho- she was a guest and judge she was a judge yeah. for Drag Race, and she's like, "We have Audrey Plaza." And she's like, "Oh my god, this is literally the best day of my life. I'm killing myself tomorrow." <laughs> she's like, like she's crazy. So she's like, grim. "Okay, I've seen it all. I'm done. Bye." Yeah, wow. this is it. Nothing can top it. I love her so much. She's fun. Emily the Criminal, good movie. Very good movie. Thank you, Jose Ibarra. Thank you, Jose Ibarra, for making that entire film. He made that sound sound real good. Yeah. Sounding. Mm -hmm. Again. Comes up again. The world revolves around sound. (laughs) There's like no way I can cut that out now. No, it's baked in. It's baked in. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Connery's mom listens to every episode. Oh, Lord. I'm so so sorry, Mrs. Hanson. Don't Google that, Mom. Just don't. Don't try it. Don't try it, Anakin. She's going to Google it. She better not. She's going to scream. <laughs> also, hi. <laughs> God. Um, I'm definitely in the kind of mood where I'm just burying myself more and more. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, to unbury you, unlike like John, John Wick's past. Oh, yeah. Trying to, oh, He's whoa, we're talking about John Wick, right? to transition us into the actual episode. Wow. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. We're unburying our episode of John Wick, much like John Wick is unburying his, uh, or digging up rather, his yeah. old, the tools of his old profession. Tools of the trade. He literally dug it up. Yeah. yeah. Literally dug was it up. Was there a suit down there? I guess it was no. probably in a case or something. It was a dirty suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just all ratty and stuff. The loathsome dung eater, John Wick. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Connery, what's your experience in history with John Wick, the franchise? Uh, when did you say this came out again? 2014. I saw it with you guys, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we saw it together. Uh, yeah. Not in theaters. 
Not in theaters? I don't think I ever saw it in theaters. I think, and I'm pretty sure I saw it with like Geronimo and Jacob, man. Oh, okay. 2014, we were had not yet graduated. Yeah. Um, Galaxy Long Beach, go beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, <laughs> yeah, like we, I'm pretty sure we saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I, just, I remember. At the Edwards? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it was the, uh, with Jacob. Edwards, yeah. Jacob. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jacob would have been the one. To yeah, take says, we're there. going to the Edwards. Yeah. Not we're going the Korean or whatever? No. Cinemark. Cinemark. <laughs> <laughs> AMC. But I remember I really enjoyed it. I was surprised. I remember I, I went to go see mm-hmm. it, and I thought I was going to be kind of like uh, trash. But when I left, I was like, that was gonna be really badass and really fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a ride. And I still think it's fun and badass. <laughs> so that's my experience. Yeah, it is fun and badass. There's some things that uh, I think don't work as well as they used to, but we'll get into it. So, drama, what, what about you? My experience with John Wick has always been that memory of us all going to see it because nice. one of the things about our friend Jacob, who's been on this podcast for quite some time. Yeah, he has um, an orange vest. Yeah, he, yeah, stay, he stays here. He's, 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 ah, he's under the table right he's now. He's literally here. I can hear him breathing. <laughs> um, but generally like it's like, such a great memory of just being with i think it was just old guys that we just yeah it was just it. Night. it was like a total bro boys night boys <laughs> night um and it was nice just the like overall just when i just rewatched it um last night um it brought back a lot of memories because i used to oversee this see this movie as like oh this is just like a gun ho like fucking you know everybody gets to die because it's somebody killed my dog yeah. but i completely forgot about a lot of the motives behind it so seeing it in a different perspective i'm like oh he clearly the love of his life gift like just the fact of that post-mortem gift that came to him yeah totally not justifies everything but it like it could enrage a person whose whole life you know the formerly evolved around that, death you know <laughs> so i definitely saw it in a different perspective but john wick you know it's it it's so crazy he has total aimbot like <laughs> crazy aimbot he's got cheat codes um, no scope no yeah scope. But overall, it was, it was very well cut, and I was actually very shocked at how entertained I was last night. Like, before I even watched it, I'm like, oh, I have to watch this again. But then I've only seen it once, so I'm yeah. just like, wait a minute. Like, I'll rewatch it. So it was a great experience just at night, hearing it, seeing it, and just, fuck, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I watched it probably 2015 or something. Uh, it may have been Jacob that recommended it to me. Like, mm-hmm. that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Um, watched it at home. And yeah, I don't know. It was re- I really liked it. It was just definitely felt like underrated at the time. Like not a lot of people had seen it yet. I feel like it definitely grew over the years, mm-hmm. and then which helps grow the franchise and everything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, John Wick Two, I definitely saw in theaters. Can't really remember when or where, but I definitely remember seeing John Wick Three, Chapter Three, Parabellum. Yeah, we saw mm-hmm. it at CityWalk, didn't we? No, at the Americana. Oh, the Americana. Because we went to. Uh, Frida's Mexican restaurant, and they wanted they took pictures of all of That's us. That's right, they did. Yeah, <laughs> and it was strange. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll leave that part out. But um, John, I don't think you were, were you there. Nah, you guys yeah, stopped being my friends during that time. What wow. the fuck is wrong? With ah. you? What? What do you think? The North remembers. The the North. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Jacob was there. I'm kidding. No, I, I don't know. I don't think I. I think the only movie I've seen in theaters when it comes to John Wick is this one. I yeah. think everything else is just saw yeah. out. Or Jacob brought up the DVDs. <laughs> I just remember the second John Wick was the one where like they're just in Asia or something, and like at a brothel or something. It's very European. The second. Yeah, one. yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Jacob was there, and he was wearing the John Wick shirt I got him for his birthday. Oh, Aww. yeah. 
Oh. It was like a John Deere logo, Maybe but with John Wick with flying with a flying I through the air. I was there. Yeah. I did. I remember. And it was okay. a green shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was John Wick. Mm, that's a cool shirt. Wear that again. <laughs> it is a good shirt. His green one? Yeah. Yeah, he loves that shirt. That was a good get. So, I don't know. It's definitely a franchise that I love to go. It's like one of those movies that I definitely need to go see in theaters with friends. So, I can't wait for the fourth one. Jacob's already texted us about it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, when were you, who were you assembling to go see John <laughs> yeah, so who's going to, not even win, but who's going to go see it with us? Because yeah. it's like a given now. Mm-hmm. Which it is. Yeah, we have we gotta to. see it. I'm yeah. down. I think I'm back. Boop. <laughs> that's how their brains go he goes just like bow, 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 bow. also he has unlimited ammo sometimes and i'm just like damn how big is that clip he reloads he's, a lot but he still powerful. has unlimited ammo yeah how do you guys feel like this uh holds up from nine years ago uh this but, first installment my thoughts are that i was actually pleasantly surprised because i had not seen it since it came out yeah and uh, to watch it it the um effects are you know of course effects are have changed since then however um there's this like suave look to it um mm-hmm. there, I, I noticed a lot more lens flares this time around and how everything was just smooth um but overall it was just such a good like mind-numbing entertainment of just like i just want to see this and it's a ride so from the very beginning from when the movie starts it starts as a very you know very calm collected even though we get to see the end of the movie very Mm -hmm. stereotypical let me show you the end and then i'll show you for the ride yeah Um, but overall i think it still holds up like if they were to be like hey we're gonna do a john wick night or we go to like uh what you call it um hollywood forever for cinespia and they were show. i'm like i'm gonna show up there oh that would be really cool actually i'm like i would love that because it's such an entertaining movie like you don't have to like oh i love guns and whatever uh just to see however i do can say that because of the current climate and with a lot of the stuff it's definitely has changed Mm -hmm. but you have to see it beyond that because he's not shooting up a school he's shooting up mobsters mobsters and, and one church and yeah yeah one, but that, that church works for the mob like mobster it's just a church yeah. yeah yeah i was thinking about that a lot in like the mate the scene in the first matrix that was like a huge controversy when uh neo and trinity like first go into the building mm. down that hallway mm. and they're like shooting the cops or whatever right, right like that was a huge controversial thing when that came out and I don't know. This whole movie kind of made me think of that because I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, this movie is ultra violent and he's shooting a lot of guards that are just kind of like working for the mob. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you could say like, oh, they deserve it or they're like whatever. It's that's their job, you know, but it's also just still killing a lot of people. I I think deserve is the wrong word. Right. But like definitely in the line of firing and could go home whenever they like or just leave. I don't think he'd shoot somebody in the back if they just like left. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the guy in the front. Yeah. Uh, well, WWE wrestler oh, Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> that, I thought that was super cool. He was like, "Take a day off," and he just like takes off. He's like, oh, "Whatever, I don't want to do this." Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm I'd love to do off. that on set. Like if just everybody, like, like, somebody like, to like, "Hey, take the day off." I'm like, "Okay, just take off my ear, <laughs> earbud and go home." Like if half the guards just went like. I don't want to fight him and just like drop their guns like ran. He let them run. He wouldn't like chase them and like gun them down. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like I feel like the mob had so much control over these guards already, mm-hmm. and they probably thought like, "Oh, I can take on John Wick or whatever." Yeah, or they didn't even. Know. I bet they didn't even know who the fuck they were fighting. No. They're like, "We don't know about him, but we need to shoot him." And why John killed them all was because well, they're gonna try to kill him if he yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna be like, "Hey, do you like not want to kill me?" Like, they call okay, him the boogeyman cool. for a reason. Baba Yaga, death. Yeah, especially this first installment, like, as the movies go on, he kind of becomes a little bit more, like, he's really, really 
good in this movie. And he mm-hmm. does get hurt in the later movies, but yeah. there's just something he becomes more and more mythic, I think, as the movies go on. Because it's like he's out of practice, and now all of a sudden he's right. back in, and they're like, oh no, he's like not unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. He's like really in the groove by like the second one, but this one's still. Like, I love just... him in the third one so much. <laughs> it might be my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, they kind of just get bigger and glossier and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the look of this movie, it, it feels pretty like. It feels very like 2014, but like in a way that's effective with like the the color grading and everything. Like when he's driving the car in the beginning, like uh, on the airfield, and he like almost crashes into the trucks because he's like doesn't know what to do with his life, basically. Exactly. Oh, that's actually really important because I did not catch that at oh, first. Yeah. I was just like, I thought that was just such an awkward scene. I'm like, why are they showing me this? Yeah. I'm like, I get it. He's bored. He's like, should I just <laughs> crash into this? Because like. I don't know what to do without my wife and, like, my old life and everything. Yeah. It's very, like, orange-tinted and stuff like that. Like, very color-grady, you know. Like, it looks good, but it just looks like a movie from that time. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, the music feels very, like, 2014. Yes. It's just, like, super... (laughs) Bro, like kind of really cool. Like I kind of like the music. Sing a happy tune. (laughs) You liked it better? No, I just it it was for its time. It was just actiony. I was probably yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it kind of went with the the nightclub feel of yeah. it because yeah. it was very nightclubby the whole time. It is very industrial, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that it was cy- cyber. It was very mm-hmm. like clean, elitist cyber. Um, but overall, I thought it was just very clean. I also like the way they did the graphics to accent it, which kind of made me feel oh, like yeah. I was kind of watching a comic book. It wasn't yeah. really Scott Pilgrimish, but mm-hmm. it was just very like. I was gonna ask you guys, how do you feel about like the subtitle words that like come up sometimes, like emphasize things? I love it. I love them. Yeah, I liked it too. It's, I think it's good too. It just makes the world a little bit more elevated, mm-hmm. and it I'm... feels less real at the same time. Mm-hmm. But like, it feels it makes almost everything okay because it becomes like so stylized, or it's yes. like this isn't real life anymore. <laughs> In, in my opinion, like that takes me away from the movie, but in a good way because it's it's kind of like the movie kind of showing you like, hey, you're watch you don't take this movie too real, like mm-hmm. like buy into it, and then uh, you're getting in, really into the scene, everything's happening, and then the action words come out, she's like, oh shit, like it's like you're literally watching a comic book, yeah, yeah exactly, like, well, like kapow, like those big words, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, yeah, it does really do that in a in an effective way, which is rare. Um, it, yeah, it elevates. If that wasn't there, it would just feel a little bit more generic, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's like all the things that come together. Like I was looking at just like the way they shot some of the scenes. Like oh, so many of the fight scenes are so good. Uh, but I guess if you didn't have like over overbearing music, it wouldn't <laughs> have quite as much as the same energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd just be a guy going on a rampage. Yeah. <laughs> God, but the same thing. The same thing with the graphics. It just like makes it a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I don't know. Does it really well as well as 1966 Batman? <laughs> True. <laughs> like, which I liked a lot. You when know? Adam West goes on a rampage in that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes oh, you God. just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> sometimes, exactly. Sometimes <laughs> you can't get rid of a bomb. John, you should have been on that episode. Ah, yeah. oh, well, next time. Next time, yeah, when next we time. go back and do our Batman retrospective, and we run out of them, and just do them again. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we'll do Lego Batman this year, just because. Oh, be yes, <laughs> I'm just trying to prolong the Dark Knight trilogy as as long as possible. Yeah, why do you keep putting them off? Uh, because it's just a big one. Do you not want to see me get Jokertized? <laughs> I'm honestly afraid of that. <laughs> On the next franchise. <laughs> You're just going to be doing the voice the whole time. Uh, it might be it's more, actually. I might get more two-faced. Like, it's not about what's right. It's about what's fair. <laughs> Scream that with Jacob. 
We used to do that in college all the time. We just scream. It's about let's fire at each other. You guys still scream at each other. We still do scream at each you other. Know, yeah. Screaming is fun. It is it's, fun. It's great. You know, it's just like John Wick. Just John Wick. He doesn't he, do a he, lot he, of screaming he, though. He could have just screamed and not killed everyone, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, and then just okay, movie ends. He externalizes. Then, it we just hired one of his friends to do this. We didn't trust them to do it. Well, they fucked with his dog. He well, wants revenge. Yeah, yeah he wants revenge. But yeah, John Wick does get Jokerified in this. Uh, <laughs> This episode. He burns some money. This movie. He just burns up all the money. It wasn't it me just bringing it to the forefront. As soon as he burns it, me turning to Tyler saying, it's not about the money. Yeah. <laughs> Immediate reference. <laughs> hurt, hurt them with where it hurts the most. Yeah. Which walls. I thought was kind of cool when they were. I'm like, man, that don't look that that much money. Like, man, $2 million to put a bounty on, on this guy. And then they're like, $4 million back then might have been a lot of money. But now I'm just like, $4 million, that's it. That's it. You don't get you don't get out of bed for less than what six, Geronimo. Uh, uh-uh, I want to see like like at least like like eight or ten million, and even that, like I want to wow. see like like ten or a hundred million dollars. A hundred million to get out of bed, huh? To get out of bed, not to get out of bed to kill John Wick. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. I but think he's lowballing everyone though. He's been out of the game yeah. for a little while, so yeah. I'd go with the lowball first, and then like when he's a real problem, I'd be like, I'm upping the bounty to. I think the max I'd go is ten million mm. for one man. I'm like ten million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I want triples of those nuggets. <laughs> My God, Get triples of the nuggets. Um, there was this part in um, where they were burning the money that I thought was kind of cool. Was that obviously the whole front of the church being the front? Like I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's pretty cool, you know, very Russian and whatever. And then he just goes in, kills everybody, and burns the thing. But then I'm, I was just, when I was watching it, I was like, what was the purpose of that? There was literally not that much stuff. There was just coins. But then mm-hmm. when the guy reveals it, was like blackmail, all this stuff. It's a lot of the corruption yeah. of why these gangs or whatever organizations, we want to call them organizations too. It's just like mm-hmm. there's all, all kind, it's not just money. It's like it could be power, influence. And I it's thought a that whole was racket. a nice little uh, ode to it. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like the 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 priest was funny. I was just like, <laughs> he's like, he wasn't very d- Russian Russian Orthodox, was he? Right now, he was quite unorthodox. All. Yeah, and also the American. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotta wait, switch the channel. Wait. Hold on. Hey, <laughs> got it. Oh, he Lord. gave me a little drum take. I just thought it was really cool. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, one of the things was the beginning of the movie when we're seeing him just live by himself, mm-hmm. very blue, very mm-hmm. clean, yeah. you know, uh, if you're into his, you know, foot fetish, you get a good close up on his feet and shit with his dog, <laughs> you like, know, I all didn't this kind of that, stuff. But, yeah, yeah, like he's, he's just a guy, but he lives so clean and I'm like, my mm-hmm. goodness, this guy's very well put together. He's very disciplined. He lives in a mausoleum. Yeah. But I love how oh, he does. Well, that's what it looks like to me, at least. Oh. It's so pristine and yeah. clean and hollow. It's not, it's, it's nothing without his wife there. It's not a home. It's it, there's a no tomb. warmth there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's then, why it's so cold and then with the dog like like i love how he pours cereal i don't <laughs> eat cereal for breakfast anymore i don't know why but I does your cat no they don't <laughs> you don't feed your cats cornflakes <laughs> no oh, right uh, by the way those were not corn that was raisin bran yeah that was definitely raisin, definitely bran. raisin bran <laughs> thank you uh, cornflakes is more yellow but it was just, I'm like, would dogs eat that? Like, uh, but I just thought it was very, like, this dude doesn't, like, he knows how to clean himself, but, like, there's just, he doesn't know how to live unless there's that, he's dependent on, yeah. um, mm-hmm. he, he's been so independent by himself that mm-hmm. now he has a dog, he knows how to take care of a dog, kinda, but at the same time, he needs somebody to take care of him. 
Yes. Right. And which was his wife, which they were married for what, like three months? Five years. Five years? Yeah. So, he oh. quits and he, he's been out of the game for five years. So it's oh. understand. It's understand maybe he met her and so we could, maybe their marriage was shorter, but they've at least been together for five got years. It, got yeah. It. Did he quit just like five years ago? Because I was yeah. kind of confused by the villain in it, played by uh, the great Michael Nyquist. Mm. But he's just like, oh, like you left the continental you left that life behind and like got a wife i i just had my son and i'm like wait what so how long ago did john wick leave like as an assassin has he only been gone for five years i was a little unclear about that well it depends how old the young Greyjoy is is he like uh he's five years old five, <laughs> yeah he's a five-year-old they grow fast in russia oh, five years old probably popping champagne bottles okay that actually explain a lot he's five. <laughs> if he just like grew super fast I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I'm like, he could be like ten, and so he's like, I had my son. Like, he's I like I, what I have versus like I just popped out my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he personally did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is interesting for me, like that dynamic between the two, because I guess uh, what's his name, Vigo. So he was an assassin too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they both worked for the Continental. So that's what I put, put together at least. Like, look, honestly, the plot of these movies gets a little above my head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kind of don't expect you. Like, they don't want you to like know what's going on. I think right. sometimes. Yeah, but I did find that really interesting how different their lives are after they like both left the assassin life. Like, mm-hmm. Vigo just became more of like a mob guy. And like was like on top of the world in his yeah. own mind in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, and all John wanted was to live with his wife and like have a private life and everything. Yeah, yeah. He even said this quote: "It was like, how was life outside? This is like better than I deserved. Like that's one of the things. Like he knows, John knows, he's guilting about a lot of this stuff, yeah. and that's why he put that shit behind, mm-hmm. and he wanted to settle in. But deep inside of him, he's always going to be troubled, you know. And it just so happens that like he found a way out." through the through his wife and his love and then mm-hmm. when that's been taken away what's left only the abyss of the past and yeah that uh, you know what's funny it's that's something i actually just realized that i actually really like that dynamic of him not he he found purpose mm-hmm. another purpose that he wanted and when that was gone people kept asking me are you back are you back are you back i'm like like are you back and then he's like fuck it i am back yeah like at the end he has a transition keep asking mm-hmm. yeah they're like like are you back Is, are you part of us again and yeah. then he's like you know what i don't i don't want to i don't want to and then he makes a decision he's like yeah. you know what this is who i am and yeah. i am back mm-hmm. he's almost out until they kill his friend willem dafoe yeah mm. and then he's just like i just gotta commit to this i guess like yeah, yes there's no way out it's all he knows too mm-hmm. once a killer always a killer yeah but it's just like what what what's left like they'll hunt him to the ends of the earth and back yeah. again and even if he didn't even if he wanted to <laughs> have boy, like a boy life. do they in the next movie yeah they hunt him <laughs> to the literal ends of the earth it's kind of like i just can't wait to see whatever the last movie is like how he gets out of it <sighs> what's this like one? it really just is keeps chapter four on. have an underscore to like chapter three was parabellum no that was the only one i think wow there's john wick chapter two i guess and yeah then chapter three parabellum i think this is just called john wick chapter, chapter four? four yeah okay i think john wick definitely is he's gonna he needs to be killed like he needs to go the he here can, though he needs to he needs to find some something needs to come you in think and the end he'll it. just die yes wow i that's how i feel it's more because he's been through a lot already sure he's invincible there's like a mm-hmm. god complex with him but at the end of the day i do feel like for the heroes the anti-hero heroes a way out is he needs to go the way he 
he sends other people. Somebody needs to come in and take him out because he's gonna get old. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's getting a lot less uh, witty or smart and wiki. N- what what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> active. Sandwich wiki. <laughs> so it, I think in in like a plot, it would be amazing to finally see him kind of be like like the knight that's been so powerful for such a long time, and then the hero finally ends the story, ends the chapter closes. And, I'd love to yeah. see who the hero is in that situation because like, I don't think this is like a protege situation. I don't think anyone's gonna ever gonna take no. this place like i i kind of agree it feels like the natural conclusion is like he dies it's kind of right. like yeah either he's fighting an impossible battle too because he kind of wants to just destroy everything mm-hmm. uh, about the the um assassin the world. continental like world of assassins whatever it's called yeah <laughs> totally forget but uh i feel like yeah it either has to end with him dying or like i think he's fighting and is still alive because he still feels like he can fight for like going back to a normal life otherwise i don't really know why he would even keep trying. Yeah, it's like, what's there to go back to at this point? Like, I need there a reason a... for him to stop, yeah. and the, right now there is no reason to stop mm-hmm. other than the death. Oh, yeah, we did watch this on uh, Prime Video. Connor <laughs> did and I did. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, the description underneath, like, not the synopsis, but, like, the genres the or whatever, genres. says action, suspense, outlandish, sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh. Sad. <laughs> outlandish and sad. Yeah. Honestly, I for, like I didn't forget about, like, the whole reason why he goes, like, on this whole th- rampage is because his dog dies. I mean, mm. you know, it's attached because his wife got him the dog, too, but... I don't know. The puppy was just like so cute, and then they killed yeah, the puppy. little so Daisy. Cute. And uh, since I have a puppy right now, I, I got like extra, <laughs> like sad about it. You oh, would also rampage for Franklin, huh? You'd rampage for Franklin. Uh, <laughs> it's a loaded question. If Lily was dead, and then Franklin, oh my God, <laughs> oh Jesus. Lily, she's listening to this. <laughs> Sorry, Lily. It's just a hypothetical. I did text Lily one after that happened. And I just said, "I miss Franklin." Oh, face, and she said, "You guys, you, you guys have separation issues." <laughs> wow, is true, does Franklin out. miss you when you're gone? Yeah, or just when I come home, he's just really excited Aww. to see me. Aww. But it's because I just hang out with him all the time because I'm still severely under, um, uh, <laughs> severely unemployed. That's like a Grace and Phoebe. Like they have a very inter- interesting relationship where. Like, if Jose is gone, Phoebe will just sit on Grace in the entire time. Be like you can't leave the couch because this is the one area Phoebe's I can like, so control. Big too. Yeah, <laughs> and when she does, Phoebe just like horrible boxer sound. Yeah, yeah, he has to get better at it because I'm once I go back to work, I'm just gonna be like I'll be gone all the time. Yeah, but he'll find comfort with Lily, I'm sure. That's why. No, he does. I just yeah, you know, I just want to hang out with my dog. <laughs> that's that's what John Wick made me feel. I feel that when that happened, like I just reminded me of my cats because I work from home all the time, so I'm like so attached to my cats and we kind of talk to each other all the time. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of fun, you know. Like I I meow them the specific way, and they meow back at me, and then like I know I understand their language now just through look. So the attachment that John had to the dog, I like if my life's been so fucked up and I've seen so much shit in my whole life, and then my wife died, the one thing that was holding my shit together, and then she gives me uh, a a life, uh, what do you call it, a life. Life, preserver, preserver, life preserver, yeah, life preserver like, yeah. to like not sink, and then yeah. I just want to like be with this dog, and then somebody comes in and fucks my shit up. I'm gonna be mad. I'm like, you know what? I yeah. can kill anyone, and also yeah. the police are on my side because, as you can see, yeah. the cops showed up. And he's like, hey, what's up? Hey, right, you bye. back? Yeah, <laughs> you sign my hat. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> if you were in the same scenario as John Wick, but it happened to your cat, whose name is Microwave, <laughs> Microwave, <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you do the same thing? 
um if i looked like him and if i had unlimited money and if i had a limited tactical gear and freaking aimbot and like pretty much had nothing else to lose because i fucking killed a lot of people in my life then yes i would you're like mob boss level with that stuff drama i feel like like you would have like a team of killers and then they'd capture him and you would go in there and get him yourself Yes. <laughs> that feels like your aesthetic to me. <laughs> I could see myself being that villain, but I could also see myself as a girl assassin who, like, oh. pretty much, she was like, ah, I'm going to kill you. And Perkins? then she gets just like, <laughs> and then she gets shot by four people. Yeah. <laughs> she's like crucified. By the way, in that scene when there's like five, there, it's like a like a roulette of five people around yeah. her. Yeah. And she, they all shoot at her. Like, wouldn't the bullets go right through her? <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting each other. Like, <laughs> she's she's pretty tiny. They would just like rip right through her yeah. and go to the other person. I was like, oh, that's funny. They but, use a low caliber. It's okay. Connery, what about with Niles? I don't know. I felt like this was coming. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'd probably be very, very angry. I'd be like, that's my annoying little dog. How dare you? <laughs> oh but I feel God. like you'd be more, uh, like, even while we we're watching it, because you and I watched it together, you'd be like, I guess he'll never find his peace. Like, you yeah. know, like you're, I feel like you would still try to just move on yeah, I'd be after like, someone I'll... beat the shit out of you and like killed your dog. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not going to go back there. I'm not going back there and then like get another dog and name it Daisy and call it a day. Yeah. I yeah. probably wouldn't go back to the world of vengeance. I'm sorry now. So I wouldn't go into the criminal espionage world for you. He's staring uh... out the window pretty pretty melancholy right despondently. now despondently that's the word despondently looking out the window <laughs> this is my life i don't know yeah it does bring up a lot of it is just a really cool action movie but at the same time it does bring up a lot of questions of revenge and if yeah. it's worth it i mean in this movie i guess yeah it just is worth it like yeah. it's just like he's just shooting everybody i've played too many video games where, like they preach the opposite of revenge or it's like hey it's just a circle and it'll just come back to ruin your life in some way shape or form but that's the thing is what ended up happening to John Wick is exactly what's karma coming back to him because of all the people he killed in the past. And he's like, oh, I'm going to pretend now that everything's fine. And then, nope, your wife died and your dog died. And now you well, kill everybody. Yeah. You're the devil, dude. Yeah, you're like the two, boogeyman. Two, like, yeah, that's your role. Literally him just like paying yeah. the price over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. He babas that Yaga or whatever <laughs> ah, you said, John. <laughs> he baba but it really is a circle. And it's just like a further like he's uh going into like a further descent into like the circles of hell mm -hmm. it's like dante's inferno or <gasps> yes. something each movie like he just yes. keeps getting more and more beat up and like causing more like hellish things i love dante parabellum <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even supposed to be here today <laughs> I'm supposed to be here this is a different dante <laughs> yeah it, it's so funny at the uh in the end of the movie when the mob guy and they they're pretty much like they are exhausted and he the mob guy lost he's like i'll see you around or, or what was the last quote that they said to each other it was like i'll, I'll be seeing you with john yeah i'll, yeah. Be, seeing like, I'll be seeing you too mm -hmm. and then pretty much was like i'll see you in fucking hell because pretty much you know like we're in too deep yeah it's mm -hmm. like there's, there's no, no way, way back. Out. Mm -hmm. yeah which i thought was kind of cool and the way ahead is so so dark <laughs> mm -hmm. and it, <laughs> I'm like quiet. I'm just like thinking about it. Oh, no, like, yeah, right. Me yeah. too. Yeah. It's like the themes are the strongest, I think, in this movie. And mm -hmm. then the sequels become more just like they look incredible. Like yeah. this one doesn't look quite as good in general, I think. And like sometimes some of the scenes feels like um, there's like not enough uh, lighting in some scenes. Like uh, everything's generally uh, a little darker and I it's all because of budget. You mm -hmm. know, I know it's not because of anyone's like lack of work or or artistic style or anything i just know it's like a lower budget movie and then the sequels become 
better funded and like everything's like really glossy and like gorgeous and this first one it kind of fits into the story though too it works Mm -hmm. you know it all works really well it's just interesting going back to this first movie and where it started and how where it is now it just you know he's not in the middle of the desert (laughs) like in the third one and i guess like the fourth one like there's not huge locations it's all mostly just new york yeah and then like so i'm not really trying to like nitpick or criticize anything it just feels like a lot more contained and yeah, more more low budget, but like not in a way that they're really cheating you out on anything. It really feels like they do everything they can to make it the best it can be for that. Budget. They're trying. It's just like I said, interesting to go back to after mm-hmm. how extravagant, especially like the third one gets. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they just get so like ridiculous. <laughs> the but third one is so cool. In a, in a fun oh way. I love the third one. Uh, yeah, I like how they introduce him as the um like his. I don't know if the right term is lore, but, like, his background. Like, in the movie, if you had not seen this movie, when I first saw it, it was just more like, whoa, that's crazy. That's John Wick. But, like, the how they introduced him was like, oh, like, he's a family guy. I mean, he has his wife and everything. But then when the other guys, when they find out who, you know, whose car that was. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they slowly build it up. And I like the way how it starts with the punch from the guy. He's like, what the fuck? Do you know who my dad is? And he's like, do you know whose fucking car that belongs to? Yeah. You mm-hmm. fucked up. And then even his dad is like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, was, that was my nickname. Just like, oh. Yeah. And, and, and it's just like how, like, even if this big mob guy is like, you know, you, son, you fuck you're pretty much dead now like, <laughs> yeah he's just like, he is like you're dead it's like oh this is john wick like let's see yeah. what he pulls through mm-hmm. and how he just walks around he's like psh, 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 and mm-hmm. then just everybody just dying left and right and i'm like well that's the legend mm-hmm. that wick. is really like my uh worst case scenario where it's just like if i ever had a kid if they like were just like really shitty you know mm-hmm. that's something i think about every once in a while it just kind of freaks me out yeah it's my own uh personal fears having a bad seed uh <laughs> Yeah. That's what they're called, right? Bad seeds? Evil well, children? Guess. Well, they're just different. No, they're called the good son. <laughs> the good son, right. The <laughs> omen. But uh, just and but he also just totally throws his son under the bus. He's like, well, you fucked up. He like really doesn't care about his son at all. <laughs> he literally gives his son to John Wick, yeah. too. He's like, if you let me live, I'll tell you where he is. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and he's he like, he's there. But yeah. the dad also like blames it totally on like, oh, my son just sucks. Like, yeah. but he's like, I feel like it's partly your fault, dude. If you're like the dad, you know. Yeah, me and Grace have an ongoing joke of like having kids and just be like, I hate my kid. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I hate my kid. <laughs> oh my god, uh, future uh, kid of Connery, if you're hearing this, we yeah, love you. I don't hate you. Yeah, what's her name, Connery? Padol. What? Padol. Padol Hanson? Padol. Padol? Like Piddle? Like P-Doll? Yeah, I need my kid Piddles so they can hate me back. No. (laughs) No, I don't know. A name off the top of my head. Uh, I always like Archimedes as a name and call him Archie. So Archie. Archie. Archimedes. Archie, I don't hate you. I don't know you. He's going to hate you for that name now. <laughs> yeah, that's what Grayson says, too. You can't name a, your kid Archimedes. He's going to fucking kill you. It's like Achilles in uh, Before Midnight. Yeah, pretty much. Achilles. <laughs> Achilles. Yeah, Achilles. <laughs> Would you guys name your kids after a Bible name? No, I don't think so. I, no. If anything, I'm going to name my son Kirk. That's why I want to. Really, oh, anyway. That's such a great name. That's yeah, yeah. my dad's name. Mm-hmm. I want to name if I ever have a kid. Uh, not biological, of yeah. course, but um, I would probably want to name somebody like like I told you guys Wolfgang because I really oh. love how strong that German name is. Yeah, but then also I wouldn't mind Rodney. That's Rodney, Dudley. like Rodney. I hey, see Rodney. Rodney. That's a good one. Rod, 
Get your ass and clean your room already. God damn it. Damn it, Roderick. Ro- he, he does go Roderick. by like Hot Rod in high school. <laughs> <laughs> or the girls come. That's Hot Rod. Oh, my God. Oh, that's Rodney with a rod. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me get out my sounding tube. Ah! <laughs> We're back here. Now your future son's listening to this drama. You ever think about that sometimes? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, like I'm going to regret this episode 10 years from now. And then you then you realize like nobody really cares. Yeah. <laughs> At least nobody, nobody really cares, but I also like to think of this as being like, when, like, when I die, if I have a family, they'll always have something to like yeah. hear my voice when yeah. I'm like a young man, which is like so That's trippy. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I die, play this uh, clip uh, I made for TikTok. Yeah, play this TikTok Play it on my I grave. Made. It's me doing the gritty on the grave constantly. It's us doing the Watto musical. <laughs> Hey, 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 grandson, do you want to listen to my podcast when I was 30 years old? I never imposed on them. They'd be like, man, I miss my dad so much. Like, well, he had a podcast, you know, and then it's like, what he did? Then they go back down. It's like, what? Uncle Tyler? Uncle Geronimo were in this too? What the what? Oh, yeah, they were talking about classical movies then. Yeah, they listened to (laughs) classical, like John Wick. Yeah. They listened to like half an episode and they're like, I don't want to listen to any more of this. (laughs) I don't want to know more about my grandpa. Yeah, he talks about video games way too much. (laughs) Do you know about Watto, young man? (laughs) Let me tell you a story about the Mitty-Chlorians. Have you heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? (laughs) Haha, get it? I'm making a reference, but it's a really old movie. This is how I sound when I'm old for some reason. Babu Fringus, my friend. (laughs) Babu Fring? (laughs) That's Gus Fring's brother, Babu. name of that creature babu frick babu frick babu frick i do like, like babu fring having like the los pollos hermanos he yeah. like runs one of them though he has los dexter hermanos <laughs> like dexter jetster oh, yeah come here, okay doggy. oh now has found his way into a lap he we has have a guest. it's a dog not john Wick's can dog. i hear him on the you can hear him snorting i think <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we have the guest. We have a new guest. We've had John we've had... Wick's dog. Is <laughs> He's here. alive. I totally forgot Willem Dafoe's in this movie. He is. Oh, yeah. Plays Marcus the sniper, <laughs> which I loved. It's such a clean shot. Yes. Yeah. He's. I mean, I was thinking about his performance in this movie too and it's like you know compared to like florida project or just a lot of movies he's in he can or like antichrist a movie i've yet to see but (laughs) oh god he can be really he he can just give you whatever you need in a movie Mm -hmm. i feel like he can really do anything he's a chameleon like truly and sincerely he is just one of the best actors like he's just always good Mm. i'm excited to see him in that movie inside (gasps) yeah yeah that looks really good with bo burnham yeah with bo burnham (laughs) Now, have you guys heard of that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, it looks really fun. Well, not fun, but it looks, it looks like I want to see it. It's like just the Willem Dafoe movie. <laughs> yeah, and his performance in this movie, he's very just being like, what do you need me to do in this movie? Yeah. All right, got it. And like, he just does it. You yeah. know, like he doesn't really have any like weird out, weird out moments, you know, mm-hmm. like we, which he could easily do. But if anything, like his really, what makes his performance so good in this is his restraint because yeah. I know what he can do as an actor. Mm-hmm. But then it also makes me forget that he's in this movie. But he yeah. doesn't take anything away from John Wick or anything. Yeah, they're like, like you're very everyman. You're like methodical yeah. and like you're a sniper. So it's mm-hmm. like you set everything up. You have a routine when you get home. Like he's not going to be like John Wick's sidekick or anything. No. Like he's like you're your own man, but he's your friend. And then yeah. XYZ. 
I liked him. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I liked him a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And also, especially, like, how he helped him at the end, but pretty much just like, well, you pulled the bounty, so, like, oh, you know, like, why the fuck are you trying to go after me? You yeah. Know? Which is, <laughs> I thought was like, no, man, that Russian guy is just mad mad. Mm-hmm. He's like, why couldn't my son be John Wick? God damn it. <laughs> um, <but> I trained him. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also talk about the freaking, like, receptionist at the hotel? Because he was oh, yeah. pretty cool. He's, he's, Lance Reddick cool. is really cool, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's dope. Hello, Mr. Reek. Like, he lives his life off, like, his voice, <laughs> which is so silky smooth cool. Do you need dinner reservations? It's like, yes. He's like, <laughs> is, it, is it with you? Uh, yes. Maybe. <laughs> But what, what was uh, John's friend who was in the other room um, in the hotel? I uh, forgot his name. Winston? Winston. The older guy? Yeah. Yeah, Ian McShane from Pirates 4 oh. <laughs> on Stranger Tides. Dun, oh. dun, da, da, da. Probably I, the worst Pirates movie. <laughs> uh, I just thought how he went off. I was just like, oh my God, he got too comfortable. And he's just like, she just puts a pillow on his face. Go, oh, no, that's not Ian McShane. Oh, no, that's, that's uh, a, oh. um, what's his name? I have to find it. Bum bum bum, bada bum bum. That's my finding music. Clark Peters. Ah, yeah. I just thought like he was. I thought they were gonna do more with this character in the movie, and then how they just she just ends up killing him. I was just like, well, that's kind of one of these movies where like things happen, and you expect stereotypical like, oh, well, let's let's hear his story, but like, nope. Yeah, like died. I want I want to know more about that guy because he knows John. They do a really good job at like establishing that mythos already in this this mm-hmm. first one, where it's like people know each other, but there's not really any discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you back at like the the Los Feliz job. <laughs> <laughs> not anywhere, not like Monaco or anything. That's just what first came to my mind. <laughs> Los Feliz. Los Feliz. <laughs> and there's just like some fun character actors in this. Oh, oh we were talking about Lance Reddick. Yes, that's oh. what it is. No, I just think there's like a generally like a pretty solid cast in this movie yeah. of names that you know and names that mm-hmm. you don't. But you're like, I've seen that face before. So, I mean, it's a little off-putting to, to uh, not off-putting, but like a little bit of a surprise to see the uh, insurance guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, whose name I will pull up for his own sake. But it's also like, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting the other insurance guy's name. Who's in Heat? He's the driver. Oh. The Allstate insurance guy. Oh, he is? Yeah. I mean, he's an actor too. Like, they're both actors in their own rights, but it's just like, I wonder how that is for everyone to just know you from a commercial. Yeah. You mean the guy who's like, you're in good hands? Yeah. yeah. Guy? Yep. Oh, he was in it? I didn't even know. They're, they're both Allstate people. They are both Allstate Yeah, people? he's Allstate, too. Hmm. He's not Allstate. I thought he was. No, he is Allstate. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You're in good hands. The Cal- good Calamity hands. guy is also Allstate. Oh. Or Danger is also Allstate, I think. I'm going to look up this guy Please do. while we're talking more about it. Yeah. <laughs> to verify whether or not it's Allstate. Go for it. Very important. It, it really is. Who's your insurance? Uh, <laughs> my insurance as of right now so is Allstate. You have Allstate. I'm in good oh. hands. <laughs> I have Progressive. Ooh, nice. You got Flow. F- Flow. Oh. How's she? She. You know what? If we're quickly sidelining here, well, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, well, no, Tyler okay. uh, looks going, this up. Uh, like when, this. It like this when it comes when it comes to Flow, that bitch. Oh my god! Kudos <laughs> to her because she was in this one commercial and then she became the brand. And oh my god, like she has had job a job since then and mm-hmm. i'm sure i hope she's getting really good money because she's selling of course her um persona to yeah. all state uh no too progressive yeah but it works because 
look at that. You, the, I would have not thought of Flo if it wasn't that you brought up that you remember her as Flo. Yeah. You know, and I've been seeing her in commercials. Girl, shout out to you. And I hope you never hear this podcast because like, I don't want you to come after me with your lawyers. But Ooh. I will say I've been a fan since from the very beginning, something in your commercials. But I definitely noticed that I'm like, hey, like, you know, time is passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I wonder what the next branding element is going to be for like progressive. They're slowly uh, trying to transition yeah. her out because I had to pay her too much money now for commercials. I wonder if that's that. But man, like, I'm just like, I'm proud of her because I'm like, my goodness, you've done so much with that. And just like the, are you in good hands guy? He's yeah. kind of very similar as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't hear the same for like Auto Club or AAA. No, or... who's AAA's mascot? Some like Claymation Who car. is tri- the Bell or or Miss Taco Bell. I don't know. Every time I think of AAA, <laughs> I think of Miss Dilioma or something. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> who's the Michelin person? The uh, Michelin tire the Michelin guy. Ratatouille tire guy. Michelin tire guy. Ratatouille because of all the Michelin star rated. Yeah, he rates all the Michelin restaurants. restaurants. Affleck. <laughs> Affleck. That's the. That's a duck. Rest in peace, Affleck. Geico's like, a lizard. His name is Dean Winters. Dean Winters. He has some name. Caveman? No. What? The cavemen? Yeah, whatever that, happened. That, that's Geico. <laughs> that's Geico still, but yeah. And they were like, no, we need to be nice to the cave people. What? <laughs> What's happening <laughs> with cavemen? Are Neander- Neanderthals walking around hey. with us now? I mean, kind of, we're all a little bit Neand- Neanderthal. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty high. My, my sister, at least, is very Neanderthal from doing her... <laughs> you heard that here, guys. My 23andMe or whatever what it's called. That's why my family is like, apparently I have a large percent of Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it makes sense for yeah. me. Um, Dean Winters is his name. Okay. And, oh, I forgot to check what commercial is he he's Allstate? in. Allstate? Yes, he is. Yaha. Yes, he is. He plays Mayhem in Allstate commercials. There you go. He's also in a lot of TV stuff. Mm. Yeah, he was in 30 Rock. That's what I know him from. Cool. So anyways, the cast, pretty good. <laughs> pretty Consensus good is pretty good cast. Yeah, it's a good team. Just all the stunt work and everything is phenomenal. The directors are, I still don't know how to say either of their names. At this point, but Chad Stileski, I think, and David Leach mm-hmm. were co-directors on this movie. And Chad Stileski kind of just took over the rest of the John Wick movies after this. And then David Leach would go on to make a bunch of other action-related movie. Like, well, they're all action movies, but he definitely went a more, like, commercial, like, kind of more for-hire stuff. He did uh, yeah. Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. and Atomic Blonde and uh, what's Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> And Bullet Train. I love Bullet Train. You did? Yeah, That's you liked a lot? great movie. Okay. It is just very similar in the sense of John Wick where you're in for a ride. And this is literally a train ride. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Do you have any preference on which director you like better, Connery? For for which things? I'm sorry? Well, like Deadpool 2 and Hobbs and Shaw and stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just I just have such a soft spot for Chad Zaleski instead because he's the one that's been continuing the franchise. Yeah. And then the other guy's kind of doing just more commercial stuff that I don't end up liking as much hmm. yeah i i know i wasn't a big fan of bullet train unfortunately i was just like <gasps> yeah i'm sorry it was it's, bad it's very, bunny huh? it's very stylized but it's, it was just never not really my thing i really liked brad pitt wearing a bucket hat yes that's he, fun. he only wears it for spoilers for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. so i wish he had the bucket hat on he looks like he has a different face he, he has does. the bucket hat on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it shapes everyone's face to have a bucket hat. Yeah. That's why everyone should have a bucket hat in their collection so they can have two different looks. Perfect. The bucket hat look. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very trendy. You look pretty different with a bucket hat, John. I though. would. We look very, very different. Do you have one on hand? 
I don't think I do actually. I don't think I actually me, own let me a bucket. Show everybody hat. who's listening to this podcast how I look like in a bucket. Hat. Yeah, you can wear the Beavis and Butthead uh, bicycle cap behind you. You want to put that on? Show everybody that. No, I'm good. <laughs> Ruin your hair? No, I'm fine. Yeah, my beautiful hair. Uh-huh. I can't. Uh, I was gonna comment yesterday while I was watching it late last night. The John, this movie, um, there was a scene when John is getting the stitches put on, and I was like laughing because he was like, "Do you need any painkillers?" And I was like, "Wait, didn't he just give you two pills for that? And you need more painkillers?" He's like, and then John's like, "Nah, I'm pretty sure I got that covered." He was drinking a, a bourbon. Yeah, and <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, "Fuck, that looks amazing!" It I'm gonna go like pour really myself up. Like, I poured myself some bourbon over ice, and I watched the whole movie just mm-hmm. drinking bourbon on ice. And it I was like, like a "Wow, thick bourbon too." <laughs> it's delicious. It, it kind of like it's like one of those movies where like if you have a lot of testosterone and you, you just want to like bro out, you just sit down and just watch. <laughs> I'm it, bro you know? out, bro. I'm yeah, stitching like, my own wound clothes. I'm drinking. Yeah, heavily. Like, I'm taking pain medicine with my whiskey. <laughs> God, please don't do that. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> I swear there are people out there that actually look at this movie and they're like, that's what a man is, man. And then I'm like, oh, dear Just Lord. ripped on painkillers and whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you know, the very American. Yeah. <laughs> Young American. <laughs> I mean, at the time this movie came out, actually, like, there's, there weren't really too many strong action franchises. Mm-hmm. I feel like Taken was kind of like... Taken was sh- wavering. Yeah, it was like a shot in the dark where it's like everyone loved the first one so much that they had to make sequels in a way to like profit off of it. But I mean, I never saw the sequels. But I mean, I, I did. And I were- was I was elevated to a level I haven't been on in years <laughs> for Taken 3. <laughs> what about that time you guys saw Gods of Egypt? Was that Taken 3 levels? We were so drunk at Gods of Egypt. I think we all fell asleep. Gods of Egypt? You don't remember that? We watched this? Yeah, it was me, you, and Jacob, and we saw this movie called Gods of Egypt, and we all fell asleep at different parts of the movie. Wait, what was the movie about? It was about giant Egyptian god mechs fighting each other. Forgettable. Yeah, we all got really, really drunk. That's probably why you don't Oh, remember. that's why. I do remember falling yeah. asleep. I was going to say that definitely sounds like a movie that Gerard Butler would be in, and I remembered he, he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> he is in it. Oh, I love Gerard Butler. <laughs> Good man. Great man. <laughs> I have an idea the for you. himself. For yeah. your for your next franchise, let's just go through all uh, uh, what's called Steven Seagal's movies and just go through them all. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, come on, why not? Because uh, he's a bad man. He's a bad <laughs> man. He's horrible. He definitely visited like uh, Ukrainian prisons during the current war. This yeah. guy is just weird. Like with the Russians, he visited. Oh, them, he's yeah. with the Russians he's with now. The Russians. Russia, yeah. yeah. Team Russia. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, and a bunch of other things. He's a bad man. Do I enjoy yeah. watching some of his older movies sometimes? Maybe. Yeah. Especially when he's running. But do oh, you love Lord. Jean-Claude Van Damme more? Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone should. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. While watching this movie yesterday, I also remember in the scene when the guy is running, um, uh, he's being the son's being chased by John uh, through the nightclub, and he's just wearing his towel. Um, John uh, is literally shooting into the crowd, but he's not missing; he's shooting no. to kill. Yeah. And uh, as the gunshots are going, the gunshots aren't really that loud. People in the club, they're like, "What's happening?" He's shooting I'm so on the drunk. Beat. Yeah, on, oh, right, on the beat. Yeah, oh, I yeah, did not so notice that. People can't hear him. I but guess. then yeah. there's some scenes where the, some people actually notice that there's a gunfight. Some people start running, and some yeah. people are literally just like, "I don't <laughs> care." <laughs> They're yeah, like, "Somebody I, had a glow stick in her mouth." Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, they did. Scared, yeah. They was did. Was that you? What? Was that you? What? Were you, were you the one with the glow stick in your mouth? In the movie? 
what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I don't know where you were going with that. I, so I was really just like, is this a gay you? reference <laughs> no, or something? It was, it was, it was way to go, Connor. You're yeah. canceled. Oh, fine. Canceled. It, was, it was a drama. It was a party or reference. <laughs> Chad's canceled. Chad's canceled. Gotcha again, Chad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah. I like the sound effects and stuff like that. That like in, 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 in any movie that it's like that's not what something would actually sound like but it just elevates it a little bit to make it a little otherworldly like when john wicks first infiltrates the club and he fights the two guys in the uh, bathroom yeah he definitely like kicks one of the guys in the balls and it makes like a really loud sound like a cracking sound like like walnuts for nuts (laughs) yeah so there's just sounds like that that make it a little uh unrealistic but that make it elevated and cinematic and cool I mean, like I'm using ball kicking sounds as an example, but mm. part of me feels like, yeah, like ball kicking sounds and all this act, like there's a level of this of uh, lies that we need to just believe because you know if they were to really truly show us what like a gun sh- like a headshot on a guy looks like, it would not look like probably what we're seeing. Maybe kind of similar because like when, for example, in the scene where um, uh, what does his friend takes out the when, when John Wick's tied up and he's being choked with a bag. Yeah. When yeah. the sniper takes a hit at that guy, it's a clean shot. Mm-hmm. But part of me feels like that would have exploded into like his head should have exploded. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like a high was, caliber bullet. Yeah, I was just like and I'm just like, oh, but like we don't want to see that. We don't want to no. see the gore. Like I we just saw him get meloned. I just yeah. saw the Pacific and that actually gets really rough because there's oh. this one scene in there oh like the miniseries like the miniseries oh, right yeah. where uh the uh, forgot that guy's throwing pebbles into the half cut head of the japanese soldier oh, and it's like it's pr- have you not seen this no up? i never watched, finished it i watched uh band of brothers and i watched like half of the pacific like, watch the pacific it it's okay. pretty it's pretty fun I mean, entertaining. <laughs> it sounds fun so fun. Fun entertaining, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but generally, it was just like, John Wick was holding a lot back because it could have gone even more gorier. Yeah. But then they're like, what's the good balance between gore and entertainment? I think it, it's like you said, comic booky. Yeah. yeah, it has like mm-hmm. a solid um, like middle ground for that because it is really bloody. It's R-rated, but it's not like so egregious. Like I, I'm trying to think of some other movie I watched recently that was just so, so bloody that it was like a little like not fun. But hey... Like, I don't know. Should all these movies be fun? I guess that's what this movie aims to be. But, like, it, it, like, it boils down to that line when the cop shows up where he's just, like, in the first act after John Wick kills all the people that infiltrate his place because they're mm-hmm. trying to kill him before he kills everybody else. He's just like, oh, are you working again? <laughs> yeah. And then John Wick's just like, no, just sorting some stuff out. Like, it's like a line that's pretty, like, dumb, but it works. It in, works. in the tone of this movie and everything mm-hmm. and yeah. i just remember like after this movie came out to pull it back to like there weren't a lot of action movies at this time except like <laughs> the ever increasingly aging rambo yeah. every 10 years <laughs> or whatever <laughs> and like transformers movies things just got more blockbustery in, yeah. in a big way but battleship <laughs> battleship, <laughs> battleship. <laughs> came out a couple years before this uh, cowboys uh, versus aliens <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> what else can we name what was like... going on during this time salt Salt. salt who is salt oh my god that's right what was the one with scarlett johansson and she unlocks like her brain lucy lucy uh, there's just so Salt's many like pull, <laughs> there's honestly so many like john wick clones after this like i feel like so many action movies are trying to ape the style of this mm-hmm. like there's this like norwegian movie i think uh called polar that's like very trying to be like this mm. or like people try to incorporate this with like a tarantino style too and it's just like mm. nah, it never really works as well as john wick like that really started a lot of things and a lot of rip-offs too yes <laughs> so it's just kind of like redefined action as a franchise i think in a lot of ways while still 
just doing the things that make action movies be the best that they are like yeah i don't know there's just like a lot of movies that became very cg at this time and it was nice to go back and just have a lot of salt, like stunt work that was really yeah cool. it's like going to see mission impossible too it's like oh you know yes. he's still gonna try to do all those stunts and stuff you know it's not just cg and you actually want to go in and watch it and just yeah. like I don't know. I, I when it comes to action, this is very gun heavy. Very yeah. Very if, if you're a gun nut, of course you're gonna love it. Because I do remember when 2014, right? That was when a lot of video games were also coming out. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of like, uh, I remember on YouTube there was a huge trend about like muscle flashes and how to make things realistic. And then there was like this. I used to follow like you know we're, we're got, like we're dudes and like you know guns are like the thing and very masculine and everybody was obsessed yeah. with like oh look at this AK-74. You hear you oh that's a whatever that's a Glock or that's whatever it was very I remember the culture was very gun heavy mm. uh, uh, that Henry movie and then this it was just during this time it was very gun but then I feel like now we don't really see much of that it's because of how a lot of things happen since then mm-hmm. yeah so I'm curious to see how this new John Wick movie is gonna look like just because of what goes on with it yeah, yeah. maybe there'll be more like melee fights or something like oh. yeah like I used to work at a an airsoft company like that sells airsoft guns and stuff doing like product photography and like the training place he would go to that Keanu would go to before these movies um like Terran Tactical Mm. that's where he would train and everything and just like I didn't work there but it's just like the airsoft community especially was very like into this movie and all the Mm -hmm. specific guns and stuff like that so yeah it was it's very much a gun nut franchise but I don't really connect with that but yeah but even then like now looking back into that they didn't really touch on the guns so they just no, show yeah, them yeah they don't bring them up or anything yeah, yeah they, they were just what like, they are yeah they're just pew, 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 pew. they look cool <laughs> <laughs> they do look cool they look cool um but yeah, the uh, just overall i really enjoyed the the villain the russian mobster because yeah. he like he knew what was coming yeah. he's like oh fuck like i fuck I should have put on a condom. Damn he's it. literally <laughs> trying. He's literally trying to outrun death. He's just competent enough and just incompetent enough. Where it's like you, you know, he's gonna die, but you're like he can like push it, push it, pro, he can prolong it, but he it'll it'll catch him. Yeah, even when he's like no guns at the end, fighting John, he's just like yeah, yeah. He just kind of like tries to like sp- like uh like trick John or whatever, yeah. like jump at him a little bit it's just like what are you doing you know you're just gonna lose like you're just prolonging your own death like mm-hmm. it's gonna happen and on top of that how he also like try he called john to be like hey like can we please talk about this like mm-hmm. can we talk about this and then we're civilized and he's john's like no nope <laughs> and he's like oh fuck he really mad he mad mad <laughs> <laughs> he mad mad but you know what i will say this this could have all been avoided if the like if he just adopted another dog because at the end he ends up adopting another dog i definitely did think about that a lot watching it this time Mm -hmm. like so he just goes into such a descent of violence and just shooting everybody that just like really especially nowadays i'm just like uh Mm -hmm. yeah maybe you should have just gotten another dog you know or just like scoped out where that kid's going and like maybe don't uh, attack an entire spa like yeah. <laughs> like i mean you know like even in the in the uh the rave scene and everything like that yeah, like he's shooting on the beat and stuff but like i don't know that's still terrifying to be in you don't yeah. know what's happening it's like are, are all those people mob people too no those are innocent people <laughs> like well just a lot of no. stuff has changed in the past decade yeah. since this movie came out that makes them makes it not as fun it's really <laughs> it really makes scary. you think a lot mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we were definitely in their world, in the secret world. The, yeah. We, we yeah. were just bystanders. Yeah. Like, and it, it helps, like we said, that it like really just pulls you into like this place, and they reveal like this isn't reality. You see words floating around, like it's stupid secret assassin stuff. They do a really good job of making this feel realistic enough and cartoony enough at the same time, where it's mm-hmm. elevated and really like badass, where it like feels like it's not our world, and there's a secret society of assassins and everything, but still making it grounded enough where it's like maybe the part where it uh the suspension of disbelief is like the weakest is when john just starts firing in like with an assault rifle in during the day like outside at everybody oh yeah um and you see a truck casually like drive by and i'm like oh (laughs) but then he gets knocked out and it's like okay maybe they all got away before the cops got there and stuff Mm -hmm. you just think like or at least the way I rationalize it, it's like, oh, John knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. he thinks he can get all this done before any cops come or anything. But. Mm-hmm. And the cops are in on it. They don't care. Are they? Or is that just his friend, his one friend? I feel like, like they're all in on it. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why they sent him specifically, I feel like. Yeah. Like, they're in on it. Yeah, they're in on it. <laughs> gotcha. For sure. Mm. I like the cars in the movie. Yeah. Um, it was before. such a it was such a mind-blowing moment when I saw the new car that the hotel gave, uh, that the resort gave to... Um, uh, John, which was a challenger, or I think it was mm. a charger. Yeah. And I looked at him like, oh my God, that's old. Wow, is this movie this old? <laughs> yeah, like, right. yep. I was expecting a brand new one. I'm like, wait a minute, whoops. But that's the shocking part. It was like, well, this nine movie held its own. Yeah. It's holding its own. And it's nine years might old. Have been a cool so car back 10. then, but it ain't no more. Yeah. It even balances out like all the cool cars. Like, they were pulled off like getting some cool cars for this budget and everything, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I do like it when there's like a. An action movie and the the hero has like some real crappy old car or something. I always think that's fun, but it is it, it's just this, the style of these movies are so like sleek. Tyler like, loves Gran Torino. Gran Torino. <laughs> What's that? Turismo. What's that? Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. That's a game. My Gran Turismo. Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> these graphics are so good. <laughs> what do you think of that, Mister President? <laughs> no response. I thought so. Play Misty for me, Mr. President. <laughs> Misty. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> when he did that drama, when he argued with an empty chair. I am. When did I do that? No, I said, remember when Clint Eastwood did that? I don't remember that. He did it during the, the Republican debates where he argued at an empty chair that and he pretended it was Obama. I missed this. Yeah, it was really weird. I want to see this now. Googling it right now. <laughs> Googling this alongside sounding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. Uh, so I was probably more uh, critical of the music than both of you. Yeah. But I did tell Connery that certain parts sounded like a Jeremy Renner song. <laughs> huh. And uh, we wish him a speedy recovery, but. <laughs> what happened to him? What? What happened to Jeremy Renner? He got like run over by a snowplow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ow. Poor guy. Wow, how tragic. How do you. Aren't they that. Aren't they slow? Yeah. Snow, how did. How did he get run over by a snowplow? He waited. Oh, over by a <laughs> oh, he didn't see it coming. <laughs> didn't see it coming. <laughs> it's like the episode from. Uh, it's like Austin Powers when then like like they're like on the machine. And it's like <laughs> yeah. no. Except he except he broke like so many bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. We we hope you're okay, Jeremy. Uh. Yeah. Nobody deserves to get run over by a snowplow. Mm, nobody. Uh. Do we have any final things to say about the John Wick one? <sighs> I'm glad to be back. Movie. I'm glad to be back watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's coming back for a fourth movie. 
And uh, I like this one. It's fun. It's down to earth. And I'm looking forward to the ascension of John Wick and the other movies. Mm-hmm. Or Descent. Or Descent, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited for... I'm I'm happy to see that the, there's another one coming out. Um, Just because I know there's a lot of people that get work off of it. You know, that the industry is thriving. Yeah. And then there's movies that are being made. But on top of that, it, it's so nice to see that movies are being made. Not just for, like, randomness or just as a cash grab. It's like, hey, we're actually... Like, this is an entertainment franchise. Like, we want people to be entertained. And if you like this movie, come see it. And if you don't, don't. But the fact that there's a fourth one, it just means there is an audience out there for these types of movies movies and damn right i'm part of that damn audience and i want to go see it now i'm gonna get my my chips and my my pretzel and then my glock and then just... oh, oh my god no. <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding nah just kidding no i mean unless you're in texas it's open carry so oh, is yeah it? i don't know but i don't think <laughs> how does that work can you ask like... our friend joe rogan oh there oh, we go here we go but no, it's it's final thoughts when it comes to like John Wick. It's just it's a, it's been here since 2014, and it's such a thing that I remember and I love it. I'm I'm curious to see how where this is gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's an original IP and it's actually good. Like mm-hmm. so many podcasts I listen to, are like, well, at least it's an original IP, and I'm like, but this one is actually like a good mm-hmm. franchise too. And it just made me think too. I'm like, oh, like who else? Like this whole franchise is like so fan based. Like it really was spread word of mouth and everything. And I feel like that's still like the main people that are going to go see these movies. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. like they just keep expanding. And it's like, oh no, you got to see the John Wick movies. Like they're so cool. Yeah, you got to. It's all word of mouth for the most part. And uh, just I just realizing now, like I don't really know what like a John Wick fan is like. I feel like it's mostly that people Look in action mirror. movies. Huh? Look in a mirror. <gasps> I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're a vampire. Wow. <laughs> so we're talking about the twilight movies now okay yeah yeah let's go back to twilight again (laughs) dun 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 if there is like secret toxic john wick fans on reddit or something i don't want to know about it but it's just like they just seem very very supportive of of the uh franchise in a way that like i find in a in a much worse way with like dc movie fans Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, well, The Rock brought the DC Universe together. He did. He did? He really did. He really did. And it was financially profitable. And did a good job. What, did Black Adam? Job. No, it, it failed tremendously. Yes, I knew it, it would. It did such a bad job that I'm so the, sorry, had, man. the whole universe has been broken down. <laughs> he should have drank Terramana tequila in the movie. That's the only way he could have uh, made it better. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tequila sounds great. Yeah, that's John Wick. My cup overfloweth with John Wick. Yeah, it's good. We can't wait to cover more of these movies. Mm-hmm. They're just really solid. Um, how would you rank out of the three that you've seen so far? How would you rank them, Geronimo? Um, that's very difficult. I feel like each one has its own. I mean, yeah. they're all like guns, shoots, blood, violence. Mm-hmm. John Wick. At the end of the day, so like it's I can't really rate them. Um, I would have to rewatch the other two, but overall. If I had to give this a score out of a 10 for me, it would be a good 7 just because it was entertaining. It did its job. I was not even paying attention to the fact that I was watching a movie. I was more like, oh, yeah. It brought me in and brought me out. And the score, I didn't really mind it. Um, the editing was phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. well, actually not, not phenomenal. I lied. There were some parts where I was just like, "That was a weird cut." Um, <laughs> but, a weird cut. Um, but overall, I think it was just that's it, it, this movie embodies what movies are about: entertaining, getting away from your life, and and just dreaming. 
you know, because mm-hmm. in this in this movie, I dreamt that I was in John Wick's world and I was an assassin going along to the ride with him to avenge not my dog, but to just. I just have a lot of problems and I need to take him off on someone. <laughs> and it just all happens to be your son and you fuck with my dog and you know what? Yeah. Everyone dies now. It's escapism. <laughs> it is. In its purest form. And it just makes me realize too, like the best way to see these movies is in theaters. You just totally escape when you're in a theater. Mm-hmm. You don't have anything else going on. It's just you're there watching this on screen. That's yeah. I feel like that's how these movies are enjoyed best. Just run to the theaters, go see John Wick 4. Yes. And tell <laughs> us about it. And uh, John Wick is total daddy, by the way. I forgot to mention that. He's Thank daddy. you. I was waiting for that. Oh, you're waiting. I was anything. like, oh, I'm going to wait until like, the right moment. Much hey. like Jude Law in The Holiday, he is daddy. Mm, he is daddy. <laughs> he is daddy. Yeah. He's not Mr. Napkin Head. No, he is daddy. But he is daddy. <laughs> um, Geronimo Rand, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure to come back again. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's Do always you have- a pleasure. Do you have anything to plug before you go? Um, yeah, you guys just be nice, be kind to people Aww. around the world. Like, there's a lot of crap going off. Um, a lot of people are going through a lot of struggles. Just you know, before you want to cut someone off on the freeway, or you're about to flip somebody off, or you know, just just take eat, slow down, smell the roses, and realize other people are going through different struggles, and yours might be might not be the worst. So if you have a house where you can go to and sleep, if you have food on your table, if you have a job, just count your blessings, take a step back, slow down, and just be thankful of this ride that we're in. Um, we're all having fun, and you know, go to the movies, take yourself out, go watch John Wick 4, and thanks for listening to me babble about uh, about a bunch of crap. You know, just be nice. Just let's all be nice. Hug someone today. Hardly just go babbling, out and hug Geronimo. someone. Hardly babbling. You're very insightful. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, be nice. Like the great Paddington once said, if you're kind and polite, the world will be right. Aww. Aww. So cute. There you go. <laughs> when are we covering Paddington? Uh, I hope soon. I keep waiting for when we're going to do that because I don't mind covering that at all. I'm waiting for Paddington 3. Uh, Revenge of the Paddington. Padthrington. Padthrington. Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. You can find us on SoundCloud or on the Apple Podcast app. Tyler, what do you have to plug? And be nice. And be nice. <laughs> Be nice. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Tammy Vice. Follow us at Franchise Pod on most social medias. Uh, I've been posting more on TikTok now and putting some reels on Instagram. Some really funny ones. So check those out. Uh, like, share, and subscribe, and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to help us grow the show. Thank you to Nick Viverka for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. And until next time, be seeing you, John. Ooh. <laughs>